Um, I fucked up my finger real good. Real bad. Yeah, I saw that. And it hurts. And I feel like a dumb dumb because Matt. Oh, I think that happens to everyone, right? Yeah. But like Matt, every time he'd like. So it was with the orange peeler because when you do an old fashioned, you do the little orange peel at the end and you like kind of like spray the, the orange oils over your old fashioned. It makes it fancy and you stick the peel in there. And I was doing one for myself at like 11 o'clock at night. So it wasn't necessary, but I was like, I can do this. And yeah. you're supposed to turn the fruit. Like that's what he says every time. You don't move the peeler hand. You basically leave that in one spot. And you're supposed to just kind of turn the fruit uh-huh. hand. And I somehow got my fingers in the line of the blade. And then at, right at the end of it, like Ugh, sliced so bad and took off a hunk of my pointer finger so that was very fun and it was bleeding a lot and then i had to go tell matt that i did it because at first i was like i won't tell him i won't tell him i'll just handle it and it was bleeding so bad that i was like i need another set of hands here and so i just like walked in the room and i was like don't say i told you so and he's been very nice about it yeah that i I hate that that twist of both personal pain and also shame and embarrassment (laughs) at whatever it is that you stupidly did wrong yep oh my god someone i know has the saddest story and it's like they went to a classy cocktail bar at some time and they were like super busy that night and tons of customers like a ton of bartenders all running around cocktail people making cocktails and stuff and there's this guy and he was new on his job and they ordered a drink uh with this guy and it involves like peeling a lemon peel or something uh-huh. and he's like really rushing and he doesn't exactly know what he's doing and proceeds to just peel the skin just flay the skin off his finger uh, yep. and he, he throws everything to the ground and starts crying and like he he runs like away from the whole thing and then that bartender spent the the rest of their night like in the corner of the bar just quietly weeping oh that's just the saddest story oh my god i would like as man you'd have to feel so guilty like just for ordering the drink yeah i did this to to you yeah it's like i just wanted a drink i'm sorry i don't need that part you don't have to do a peel again (laughs) hello this is together alone a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice i'm olivia forehand and i'm married I'm Henry Roberts, and I'm just a lemon waiting to be peeled. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I like that imagery. Yeah. No it's very, well. like, lemon grab. A hundred years dungeon. So twice now, I, I think we've talked about um, the act of uh, video chatting with a with someone you've met on, like, an online uh, mm-hmm. dating app. Um, it's particularly as like the first way that you like actually speak to them. Um, And the first time we talked about it, I was like staunchly against it. Uh And then a friend of mine told me that she actually does it fairly frequently. And it, you know, it has like a lot of benefits. Um, And now today I'm here to say I might be warming up to the idea. Like, yeah. Um, I had a long talk with my brother, Sam, uh, because he has been doing a lot of uh, video chat, like first dates lately. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Um, and 
he says they work out pretty well for him. Like it, uh, it's really helpful with like quarantine and how he, especially how like he's been sick on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't really want to be unnecessarily meeting up with people in the first place. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a convenient way to kind of briefly establish sort of a rapport with the person and see if like evaluate whether or not like, you know, well, you know, it's like a first date, but, um, just convenient and without having to go anywhere. Yeah. In um, your, in your own home. Yeah. Um, I think most of my hesitation from it, um, has stemmed from like the uncertainties involved in it. Um, well, part of it anyway, because like in every other instance, when I'm video chatting with someone, uh, or really even calling someone usually I, there's like a direction like a pre-established like direction to the conversation you know yeah like i'm meeting with uh, a faculty member that i need to talk with my project about or i'm having a call with olivia to record this podcast yeah. or i'm playing D that type of thing um but with like a like a first date video call i really would not know <laughs> like what like where to go with that conversation yeah i feel like like dates in person you have like a lot of shared context just in terms of you two being in the same place at the same time doing the right. same thing um whereas with a, a video call it's just like you two exist in these like separate dimensions and are just like interacting through this flat portal basically. yeah 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 because you can't talk about like the food or the drink that you're <laughs> right. ordering or like that weird bartender over there that cut yeah. his finger open and now he's crying like <laughs> Oh no. You're just supposed to sit in your rooms. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and you don't really want to just start giving, doing commentary on like their bedroom, like their bed in the background or anything. Um, but he was saying he usually just takes it as an opportunity to talk about himself, uh, which I thought was funny, but also like pretty convincing. Um, he was saying how like a lot of people's first inclination is to say, what's up or like, how's it going? That kind of thing. And instead of that just being sort of like a, dead in the water sort of statement you can use it as an invitation to just go ahead and start talking about yourself a bit like just what you've actually been up to i know what a novel idea um (laughs) or just like just kind of going off on things going on in your life um and i think oftentimes i have some hesitation doing that with people because um you know in a lot of contexts when someone's asking what's up or something along those lines they're they're not asking for a whole story you know yeah (laughs) but in this instance like since you both are looking for some common ground conversational topics, like just kind of getting into whatever is going on for you in that moment, um, is this easy opportunity for you to both just talk without having to think about it too much and also gives them like a lot of material to work with. Like you'll know pretty easily from that if they're actually interested in like, you know, trying to build a connection and a conversation because they can take like anything that you're talking about and j- then just go from there. If you find that they're not really doing that and just kind of like okaying you, um, then that's like a great sign that, oh, this isn't really something that's going to go anywhere. And then yeah. you've saved yourself from like ever having to go through that same experience in person. Yeah. Um, so from that angle and with those, with that guidance, I, I actually, I could see myself maybe trying it maybe yeah still a little unsure there's still some elements for me where it's like i just don't know um one of them being that i'm not sure i just do not super love voice call voice chats in the first place yeah (laughs) but yeah as this quarantine continues on maybe i'll grow more (laughs) more into the idea well yeah i think that's part of it it's like 
you don't have as much of a choice now. So it's like, well, if you want to meet yeah. new people, this is what you're going to have to do. Right. Um, do you think it would be pretentious to use your current mic setup for a date? Yes. You have like so. the headphones, big fancy mic situation, and that might seem um, like a little off-putting for a date. Uh, just to harken back to a, a prior episode, I think it would be the equivalent of showing up to a date with like a DJ set board <laughs> uh, and just kind of laying down a soundtrack to the date. It's like, here's my hobbyist equipment that I'm going to somehow incorporate into this interaction. Here it is. Because I'm afraid to not have props. Y yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I would not use this mic. <laughs> also, it doesn't matter because like voice calls don't use high quality like audio transmission. Yeah. So you wouldn't be able to tell. But maybe you do use it and record your date. Wow, that's unethical. Yeah, I was just, I don't know, is this a, is Louisiana a one part, or you're not Louisiana, you're in Alabama, a one party or a two party, I don't know the right word, but basically there's like a law where some places, if you're going to record somebody, only one person has to know that they're recording, but in some other places, both parties have to know that you're recording. I have never heard of this. You've really been studying up on your detective work, huh? It's, <laughs> I've learned it from all my true crime podcasts. I see, I see. Like, you can't wire, like, put a wire on and send someone into, like, a situation. Unless you're the government. Um, no, even, like, police. It's like the, the, both parties have to know that there's a recording happening. But no, you um, shouldn't record your date just for us to put on our podcast, because that would be, one, super awkward and probably super boring for most people yeah, that oh, aren't. Yeah, oh, God, I don't think that anyone would want to. Yeah, no. Oof. I mean, that is kind of the concept of dating shows, though, isn't it? Like, you watch people go on dates. Yeah. Well, and sometimes when you're at a restaurant and you realize that people next to you are on a date, it is kind of fun to eavesdrop. So, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think the visual component is, like, an important aspect. <laughs> I'm imagining just listening to someone's date without any further context. And just it like, just makes me feel, like, both bored and creepy. Yeah, yeah, that might not be the best. Undercover dater. <laughs> like undercover boss, except... Listen in on how shitty my small talk can be. Oh, that's what we'll do. You'll be on the date, but I'll be listening, and then I can tell you what to say. Is this like a new service that... We're, I think there's a... This is a plot to a movie, I'm pretty sure. Probably. Where like, there's this... It's not Hitch, but it's similar to Hitch, where you have just like this date guru giving you... Date the advice. lines to say yeah. yeah and then we find out that the real date was in my heart the whole the time. whole time it was the friends yeah. you made along the way well in a movie you'd find out that you were secretly in love with the date guru but not in this context. oh my god now i want to watch this now i'm interested intrigue twists and turns the date guru is like whispering like sweet nothings into your the piece in your ear so that you can whisper them to the person but instead you're just like Oh, I want you these for me. You know what this me. is? <laughs> what? This is freaking Rugrats in Paris. Is it? Yes. Is this how this goes? Oh my God, it is Rugrats in Paris. Because the the Kimmy's mom is like the assistant yes. to the Coco lady. Yes. And she's telling her what to say. Yes. 
Chucky's dad. Oh my god, yes. This is this is the we're spoiling the plot to Rugrats in Paris. Well, if no, wow. if you haven't seen Rugrats in Paris by now, I think it's okay to spoil you it. Really should. And then they're gonna Some get the married. Numbers in that are a bop. And then yes. Chucky runs in and, and yells, revealed. "No!" And it's his first word. And then they realize that really it was it was the nice little assistant lady the whole time. And then they get married. And then Chucky has a mom. And then you cry. The end. Oh my god, that movie does make me cry. Oh my, yeah, me too. It's like so bad. sad. And then the plane, it's... the plane scene when they're like singing that song about his his mom or deceased mom. Oof, oof. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's very anyway. emotional. Well, I guess is we can't do that. Going to the podcast. <laughs> Yes. I guess we can't do that because that is actually the plot of a cartoon movie from the 90s. So. Yeah, they kind of get digs on that one. Was that 90s or was that early 2000s? I think it was, I think it was early 2000s. It I was think that probably... was one of the like, it was one of the markers in the landscape of the early 2000s. Like when you see this in the horizon, you've reached it. You're there. You're in the 2000s. Yep. Came, Rugrats in Paris came out in 2000. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Perfect. For all the time travelers, if you need like a quick reference point, if you can find Rugrats in Paris, then you know in you're theaters. in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Man, imagine watching that in theaters. Holy cow. I, th- I think we did. Wow. And Rugrats I think we saw theaters. the Rugrats, like, like the first Rugrats movie in theaters too. I miss Rugrats. I'm going to be real. Did you ever I'll watch the a, All Grown I'll, Up? I'll even take a reboot of All Grown Up. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's I watched that garbage, too. but I'll still take it. Did you have any other things to talk say about video dating? Vid vading. It does need a better name, doesn't it? Um, mm-hmm. v- first date video chat is definitely not it, and I I, I think vading is a good attempt. Like it's a good effort, but it's also definitely not. Not it, it's so. not it. Um, maybe maybe. You know, we, we have to kind of embrace the new normal, right? Like people are like, whenever things go back to normal, but things are hopefully in some senses never going to go back to normal. And unfortunately, in other senses are never going to go back to normal. So maybe we just call it the first date and it's yeah. just assumed, you know, it's just implied that you're going to be doing it over like Zoom Video. or yeah, or TikTok conference calls, which is probably going to be like a feature that they roll out sometime soon. Um, it's going to be like an Instagram live event, but. <laughs> and you, well, you can do that. Yeah, you can do. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is an actual legitimate medium through which you could you... have a live broadcasted first, first date, date over video. Yeah. Because you could do an Instagram live on then... the podcast and then invite the other person into the live and then other people can watch, like tune in and watch live. Yeah. And then it's like you really commentary. are in public. Well, yeah, I guess it's a little because part of part of the like you're missing the first date experience is that you're not in a crowded restaurant around other people. So like you almost need to have all of your followers just be like talking about random bullshit that has nothing to do with your date in the comments. And that way it feels like you're more in a like a a public area. <laughs> But that implies you're like reading them, which would be super distracting. So you need to set up like a bot that narrates them out loud, just in the background. So basically you're like having your date and there's just like a hundred robots with Microsoft Sam's voice that are like, 
gee, these breadsticks sure are <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Waiter, I am ready for my check. I will tip 12% because I am a boomer. <laughs> Get a real job. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, those are my new and updated thoughts on uh, video chatting as a first date or as like a uh, introduction to a first date. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll keep you updated on if I ever get the gall to actually try that. I'm still a little unsure of that. <laughs> to um, actually do it. Yeah, to actually do the thing I'm now kind of advocating. Um, uh, what have you got for us today? Okay, so I decided to check out WikiHow. Wiki? Wiki. Wiki? Okay. How to know if a woman is a cougar. Okay, now we're talking. This sounds salacious. So the very, the first part one, identifying a cougar. Number one, forget everything you think you know about cougars. In fact, Whoa. forget the term altogether. If you're interested in dating or having... Don't do that. A romantic encounter with an older woman, you'll need to treat her like a human being, not some sexist stereotype of how a sexually active older woman looks and behaves. Why are you writing this article? <laughs> and then it goes into a more step-by-step -step process of like... So the first piece like, of advice is fuck this concept. And then the second, the all preceding pieces of advice are, okay, get, let's get back to the concept. Yeah, so I'm pretty is, sure right? like one of the 44 contributors wrote oh. that bit because they were upset and then everyone else was like okay but actually <laughs> little like wikipedia act or wiki what is it wiki help wiki, wiki how wiki how activism i guess so um so give me the rest of this advice you've been kind of like baiting me with it this whole time cougar bait what would a cougar oh, bait no. be just meat just a wink just a young <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay Determine the woman's age because you are wanting to date a cougar. You don't want to date anyone too young. That would be awful if you accidentally dated someone who was 30 instead of 30. Damn it. I have to pause you again. Five. Is this is the advice here for if you're looking to date a cougar or if you're like trying to avoid dating a cougar? I think it's if you want to date a cougar. It, it says, okay, okay. The, the title of it is how to know if a woman is a cougar. Um, the generally accepted age group for cougars is 40 plus. However, some people go as low as 35 in their definition, which as someone who is approaching their 30s, I feel like that is... That makes me want to throw up. Continue. Yeah. Um, with new creams and procedures available, many men and women are able to look much younger than they are. Some things you can look for, which apply to both sexes. And then there's a, like a source there's like a little Hold up. Uh, citation cougars are cougar is not a gendered term it is but i think they also <laughs> are trying to couch this saying that like if you're looking for dry dull and or thinning hair men also get it in case you're someone dating men who is looking up on wiki how about dating cougars is there a term for an old an date like an old man i guess just Oh, well, okay, I, I have to, there are, but I have to ask, um, is, is being a cougar just an older woman dating a younger person? I think so, yeah. Is that it? Like, there's yeah. not like a money element or no. anything like that? It's no. just purely age. It's yeah. just like an age difference. Yeah. Um, 
then I think like the the what was your question? Is there a gay version or no? Is there a just male a male version? version. I yeah, I mean it's just daddy, right? I guess so. Why is yeah. she mommy? I, I, is mommy uh, a thing? <laughs> Do we need to look into this? I I mean it is a thing, but that's more but of like a to the same degree. Well, that's sexism. Maybe even more uh, niche nuances. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that seems that a little bit not prepared to get into more of a kink thing than a yes. Just a... I think so. I think so. Anyway, so basically, if you're looking for a cougar, look for dry, dull, and/or thinning hair, sparse eyebrows and eyelashes, thinner what lips, and eroded tooth enamel. <laughs> Thin skin and dry and saggy knees and elbows. So this sucks. I hate this. You know how when you're 35 and you have dry and saggy knees and elbows because you're so this is, old. This is literally just a, a description of what aging does to you. It's like better be on the lookout. The, this sucks. But there's this so is many. A, not helpful and B just like so dumb. But also, there's so many creams and procedures that maybe anyone who looks younger is actually old. You'll never know. It's just like wild to me that you're supposed to like, okay, I want to date an older woman. Here's someone walking by. Let me get out my checklist and evaluate all of these things so I can see if you might be 40 or not. But then like the rest of this article is just like how to date a person. So it's like, determine if she's old and then do all the normal shit you would do. 50% of this advice is just like, just be a good person. And then the other 50% is like, <laughs> just garbage. <laughs> just pure garbage. There's a, there's a separate how-to titled How to Date an Older Woman. Oh, what does so, it say? Exude confidence. Impress her with your independence. Take control when you can. Use your age to an advantage. Don't make a big deal about her age. Don't change too much of her. Be a gentleman. Don't worry about your lack of experience. Be assertive. Be mature. Keep things fun and light. Don't bring up your age difference. I feel like we've said that three times. Show real interest in who she is. Give her space. Learn to hold up your end of the conversation. Keep things exciting. See if it's meant to last. So again, basically just all just general advice on how to be a good person and then also don't talk about the age thing is sort of their <laughs> approach to it that one at least focuses more on you like attracting people instead of just trying to like yeah hunt them down yeah and i just want it to be known that this one was co-authored by 13 contributors that are from a quote community of editors researchers and specialists so they have done their research and they are specialized <laughs> i'm a cougar specialist well, this one's how to become a cougar. <laughs> I'm looking at that now. Yes. Now we're really getting into it and I'm starting to get interested. The first one, getting the look, is an amazing photo and I or drawing, and I think maybe we need it on our, our uh Instagram. Um <laughs> because it is their depiction of what a twenty year old woman looks like and it has a big no no line no. red line through it. Um and it sort of looks like a poly pocket come <laughs> to life. And is the the eyes are pure black. Um, oh, another the next piece of advice. Oh my god, <laughs> is to get the worst looking baby doll bangs you can possibly achieve. I think. Um, um, Henry has oh, a, you have input a, on this. Just a hatred of bangs in general. Are you um, telling me that these look good, Olivia? No, but the okay. the advice is to update your haircut. It's not saying to get bangs. I, okay, so then the interpretation from this WikiHow artist 
is to get the worst looking bangs you could possibly conceive of. Update your wardrobe. Again, kind of looks like a Polly Pocket. Uh-huh. Get in shape. Clo right. Choose clothing and shoes that are runway ready. So part, ooh, runway ready. Wow. Part one is basically, part one to becoming a cougar is getting get hot. sexy right. Get hot. Get, yeah, yeah, get hot. The second one is get, getting the attitude. And she's just holding money. Holding a bunch of cash <laughs> and looking kind of smug. Be independent. Shrug off rejection. Toss your baggage aside. Exude confidence. Be proud of your experience. Get strong <laughs> and show the best of yourself to others. Strong oh, just with like, like strong, a little citation. With a little fist. Oh, emotionally and mentally strong women. They source this one. Wow. <laughs> to inspiringtips.com. Um, okay. And then stop feeling guilty or about or responsible for others. Cool, cool, cool. And she's like thinking about someone who's crying and is like, fuck off. I don't care about your feelings. Hey, so far this advice has been a little weird, but overall not super strange. Um, this part three is titled <laughs> Hunting Your Prey. <laughs> so now that you're super hot and you don't give a shit about other people, go out there and date. Uh, step one, look in the right places. If you want to find younger men, meaning men who are 25 or younger. Hey, I'm no longer uh, cougarable. I cannot be preyed upon. Okay, so, so that's good to know. So is there... A certain age, this is saying that there's a certain age bracket of what a young man is. Wouldn't but it be would relative, it... right? Second tip is find the right man, and it cautions you to avoid dating anyone under the age of 20. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Step three after you found him is to teach him a thing or two about life. Um, so that's an interesting Whoa. take. I found this boy at this bar. Let me teach you about the ways of life. Let me teach you a thing or two about life. It says, you can do this as long as you don't threaten the guy's manliness. Teach him a thing or Except two without for... making him feel like he's clueless. Like, uh... All right, now, now it gets raunchy. Uh-oh. These steps are kind of dipping into fan fiction territory. Um, step four, teach him a thing or two in the bedroom. Step five, don't worry about the age difference. And that drawing is very funny. Step three, keep the, or step six, keep the upper hand in the relationship. Wow. This is your ultimate power. Just remain calm. Stick with your long-term plan to date widely and freely, and you'll be fine. And then there's uh, community questions and answers, which there are a lot. <laughs> is it okay for a cougar to fall in love with her boy toy? You forgot step six. Keep the upper hand. Never fall in love. Um, there's also tips at the bottom. Um, I enjoy avoid using slang and colloquialisms that date you excessively. If the decade of your youth is two or more decades removed and your speech is laced with outdated youth slang, groovy, glam, etc., you will only attract attention to your age. Also, you should try not to use the slang of either his era or the era of current youth. You will only get it wrong. <laughs> I mean, that is good advice. Avoid meeting your younger guy's mom off the bat. Chances are you may either be her same age or only slightly younger. Oh, God. Oh, man. man. Oh, man. Well, we've learned a whole lot about cougaring. I think more than I wanted to live. Oh, we could do some... Uh, we could do some first date don'ts, but specifically for video, <gasps> video voice chat dates. We, we still need a better name for whatever that is. Things not to talk about on your first video chat date. One that Sam really uh, <laughs> st 
stressed for me was um, if they have like a friend come into the room and like put you on pause basically to like talk with them for a sec and then you're just like left there on the other side of the call just kind of like awkwardly sitting <laughs> or like trying to pretend that you're doing something busy too that's a big don't just try like to what you did to altogether. me like half an hour ago yeah but you're not trying to date me it's fine when their pet walks in the room don't talk about how much you hate whatever that pet is <laughs> you have that's a always, dog yeah, that's a good tip i fucking hate don't really dogs. talk about how much you hate anything <laughs> this date general. was going great but then i saw that you have a cat and then i went on a whole rant about cats and you blocked me so here we go yeah there we go um maybe don't call don't hold the camera at a weird angle <laughs> be like a little thoughtful about your positioning yeah um well and just like kind of clean up you don't have to clean up your whole room but maybe just make whatever's going to be behind you kind of nice yeah yes just don't have like crusty old underwear and like dirty dishes everywhere Act like act like you would act if they were coming over, but just for like the specific area that's going to be visible in the backdrop at the very least. Yeah. And then like maybe <laughs> do wear pants just in case you do have to stand up for some reason. Yes. <laughs> kind yeah. of like what you would do on in an interview. Like if there was a video interview. I've always been tempted to do an inter a video interview in my boxers just to say that I've done it. Don't eat food. Unless that is what you're doing for your date. Yeah, I guess if you're doing that for the date, it's fine. But like, it's not supposed to be a mukbang. So unless they're into that, I guess. What if like in their profile, it's they're like, I, my hobby is watching mukbang. You know mukbang. No. Right? <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, mukbangs are, they started as like a, um, I think an East Asian phenomenon, but they've since kind of blown up globally to some degree um and it's a style of streaming and uh just like youtube video making mm -hmm. where um you basically order a ton of food it doesn't always have to be a huge quantity but it's a recurring theme that it's usually a large quantity of food mm -hmm. um and you just film yourself like chowing down on it and often they're like an hour long and it's just you just eating totally just going to town um and they're hugely popular. I think very, very successful genre. I think you have talked about this like forever ago. Yeah. 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 So uh, maybe if they say that they're into a mukbang in their like profile, you can, you know, you, you answer the call for the first date video chat and you've got noodles. What's that? Seven bowls of noodles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like a whole lobster. And the whole date is just going to be them watching you sort of just chow down. Um, and they're going to love it and you're going to probably get a stomach ache because it's way too much food for any one person to eat, but it's worth it for love. Yep. How'd you guys meet? Oh, you know, I just ate a bunch of food in front of her. Mukbang. Hot. What? Mukbang. <laughs> How did you meet? Mukbang. Don't host it live as a, uh, a Instagram story or a Twitch stream without <laughs> them knowing it ahead of time. <laughs> That's a big no-no. Hey, hey guys, this is a Halo Lover 420, and instead of my normal playthroughs, we're gonna go on a date. <laughs> don't, don't, don't Twitch stream yourself playing a game while also going on a on virtual a date. date with someone. 
unless the game is where the date is taking place, in which case that's actually pretty cool. If you if you go if you okay if you go on a date with someone in Minecraft, okay, um, do you have to let them know that you're streaming it on Twitch? Well, I think that's... you know what the answer the answer kind of came to me as I was asking that question. Yeah. Like, yeah, you should let them know. That's it. We finished it. We're done with the podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. We've had a good time. We hope you have too. Um, thank you, Matt, for our song. Forever Nameless. It's a song, and it's a good one. You can't buy it. Don't even try. Also, if you guys want to get with us on social media, we're on Instagram and Facebook at Together Alone Pod. We're on Twitter at Together Alone Pod, together without the er. And if you have questions, concerns, you want advice, um, you can send us an email, togetheralonepod at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you, Henry. Uh, this has been Together Alone. Tell uh, your co-host she thanks nice. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.